What's up, everybody? My name is Anthony Irvin. You beat yourself? Yeah, yeah see me myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm Jim Green. Don't even leave that hit of <laughs> traffic light. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome to One Set. Have you ever wanted to start your podcast but didn't know where to start? The One Set Bros are here to talk to you about Zencaster. Zencaster is the ultimate base podcasting solution and now the all-in-one podcasting platform making podcasting easy. They've sure made it easy for us to be able to record our podcast and our episodes every week for you guys. Once you've set up your account, you're simply one click away from recording a high-quality podcast with studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. My personal favorite feature is their multi-layered backups, which ensure our recordings are always in the highest quality, even during unstable web connections. And if you thought you needed multiple tools and services for your podcast, Zencaster's only one podcasting platform allows you to create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code OneSetPod and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience as we do with all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. What's up, everybody? Me again. Um, yeah, here we are. Uh, we are doing rumble predictions today the wwe royal rumble is coming up um saturday this should be coming out friday uh the day before so wanted to get these predictions in recording tuesday january 23rd um about 1 p.m um anthony's going to come in here in a little bit with some of his predictions that he recorded um he just a kind of a quick prediction rundown that uh, he wanted to be a part of and get in on the episode. Obviously, uh, first recording um, since the birth of his second son, Grayson. Congrats to him and Jen and the fam. Everyone is doing well. Got to go um, visit them just a couple of days after uh, the little one was born. I haven't held a baby, like a newborn in 10 years at least it's been a while so when i met um anthony's first son little anthony it was about four months after he was born um because he was born in august of 2020 so um they weren't really having a lot of people over at the time because of the covid thing right um but yeah we had our Swamp Thing watch along, which we recorded back in December, run last week. <clears throat> Pardon me. I am a little bit congested, so if my voice uh, goes in and out a little bit, I apologize. Um, everyone's been sick lately, so I, I think I caught a little something something. Um, but yeah, I'm not feeling super super under the weather um took some medicine yesterday and some nyquil last night um trying to stay ahead of it stay hydrated all of the fluids and all of the things right so 
Um, without further ado, let's get into the wrestling talk. Um, lots to lots to really go through here. Um, and when I say that, I mean the match card. I waited until after the go home show for Monday Night Raw to do this recording, thinking they might announce some more matches for the card. Um, they haven't. They haven't. So there's only four matches on the card at the moment. Um, and I think there's there's a good reason for that. Okay. Um, and, and we'll we'll talk about it. Obviously, the Rumble matches themselves are well over an hour. Right? You have 30 participants in each Rumble match. And um, I believe they come out every 90 seconds. You'd think I know that for sure. I used to think it was 60, but I think 60 seconds is is pretty quick. It's more like, you know, there's 30 seconds with the whole, the music hits, they come out to the ring, they're in the ring. Sometimes they're running down quick, running the ring and do their thing. Um, But yeah, if it's every 90 seconds, then... You know, uh, a minute and a half times 30 entrance. It's uh, three minutes times. That's three minutes times 15. That's 45 minutes, okay? So, yeah, the Rumble matches themselves usually last well over an hour. Um, So with that, you have two Rumble matches with the women now also um, having their own match, which they just started five years ago, I think it was, 2019. Um. Pretty sure that was five years ago now. Yeah. Um and and the and the pay-per-views or the the premium live events that they're calling now, right? They changed that over once the uh the pay-per-views went to um like streaming platforms and things like that, right? Because the pay-per-view you'd have to pay literally per view, and now that that's not a thing. Um I don't recall them switching over to calling them PLEs, like premium live events, until a few years ago. Even though the pay-per-views have been on the network, like the WWE Network, since it came out 10 years ago. And I think that's because there was an option to still purchase them. Like, individually. um, Up until a few years ago, where it was, you had to have the streaming platform, whether it was WWE Network or when they switched over to Peacock. Um, I'm I'm guessing that once they switched over to Peacock was when they actually started labeling them the premium live events. I'd have to look further into that. But um, yeah, at any rate, there are some other big news things that came out literally this morning um, that I think I'll get into after we get through all the rumble predictions, since that was kind of the, um, you know, that was the, the emphasis on this whole episode, uh, which Anthony and I had planned. Hey, this episode for this week should be the rumble prediction. Um, it will be every year. Every year there's a Royal rumble. The pod episode before it will be our prediction for the rumble. Same thing with WrestleMania. It's going to be, Basically the same thing. We, we're we going to talk Rumble things leading up to the Rumble. Um, 
I don't know about every week on the road to WrestleMania. Um, we try not to do too, too much of one thing. We try not to talk about too much of the same stuff. Obviously, NFL, um, lots of that, which uh, Anthony and I, when we last recorded together, did our wa- super wild card weekend predictions. Um, and we didn't record last week going into the divisional round. So we can talk about that a little bit later. Um, let's get through, let's get into the Royal Rumble stuff here. Okay. So, um, I have the list of, uh, where are you at here? Yep. I have the list of the announced Rumble participants, um, on hand, which we'll get to. I want to get through the first two matches that are the non-Rumble matches um, and just talk about them. I think I think Anthony and I briefly talked about these uh, a few weeks back. Um, and I don't really feel any differently about them. The United States champion, Logan Paul, is defending against Kevin Owens. Um, I, I, I don't foresee Kevin Owens getting the win off Logan Paul immediately. Um, and I say immediately because Logan Paul's only had, uh, the United States belt for a couple months. He won it back in November. Um, I, it might've been a crown jewel. I don't remember. But at any rate, he he won it and hasn't defended it once. So this is his first like actual title defense. Um, I think it's going to be a good match. I mean, love Kevin Owens. Logan Paul is really good. He's really good in the ring for the little experience that he has. I mean, he he went all in and trained, and I mean, he we talk about like him and Bad Bunny are. They could go in the ring with most people. I, I would say Logan Paul is actually better than Bad Bunny. Um, just as far as his athletic avail- uh, availability. Wow. Availability. Um, yeah, I think they're going to put on a hell of a match. Uh, but I have Logan Paul coming out on top of that one. Definitely see him going into WrestleMania with the belt. Um, which everyone thinks LA Knight is his opponent at Mania. Um, and and just to, if that's the direction they go, I think LA Knight needs the belt because he was super red hot and over. And then, you know, they had him facing Roman Reigns for, like, the top belt in the company without having ever won any titles. So I, I was just like, everyone knew that LA Knight was not winning that match, right? Um, so then he, he kind of like trailed off a little bit, uh, and and we'll we'll get back to him in a second. Uh, I I just I I think I I think LA Knight would need to beat Logan Paul at WrestleMania. They'll have a great program. They'll have great promos. Um. And I don't know if the feud ends at Mania. I think it could actually continue. Because I think Logan Paul, because, like, he, 
won the belt off of Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that was that was Crown Jewel. I'm like ninety nine percent sure he used the brass knuckles and knocked him out. Um, but really, it, it's it's Logan needs to have a good one on one program. They did a whole tournament to determine the number one contender for Logan Paul's uh, U.S. Championship, and KO wound up winning the tournament. Um. They, they just, you know, they're going back and forth about stuff. But it doesn't feel like that program is being invested in. Maybe it's because Logan Paul is not at every SmackDown. I would imagine he'll be there uh, on SmackDown before going into the Rumble to promote the match, right? Um, it's, it's just, I think Kevin Owens just knows He's not getting the belt off Logan Paul right now, so he's just kind of like, just going to go do my job and have the match and see what they give me for WrestleMania. have no idea what they're going to do with Kevin Owens for WrestleMania. Couldn't tell you. Some some people think, I mean, he and Sami Zayn beat the Usos in the night one main event at WrestleMania last year. So... I just I don't know what where they go with KO. Him and Sammy, you know, they both had the belts for uh a little bit before um Judgment Day. Uh Priest and Balor took them off of them and then they've just been kind of floating around the mid card. Um Yeah. Kinda stinks. Kinda stinks, right? Um, okay. Let's move on to the fatal four way match here. Uh, Roman Reigns defends against Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. So I like it because Roman hasn't had to defend the belt in a, in a fatal four-way yet. Um, I was trying to think off the top of my head when his last triple threat match was. And I just always think about the him and Edge and Daniel Bryan triple threat from WrestleMania 37. He successfully defended and double pinned the both of them at 37. And the word was, this seems to indicate that Roman may be, may be holding that belt for a really long time. And sure enough, it's been three and a half years. He went through that triple threat match uh, at 37, defended against uh, Brock Lesnar. That was a title for title match. I think we all knew Roman was winning that one. Um, Cody Rhodes won the Rumble, and he beat Cody Rhodes last year, which a lot of people, I mean, I know myself, I had Cody winning. I was like, yeah, I I think they're going to do it. Now, the thing with that was Cody was out for like nine nine months, maybe uh, seven months, I think, with his torn pec. He wrestled Seth Rollins with the torn pec in the Hell in a Cell match, and it was just absolutely brutal. If you've ever seen the shot of his torn pack, I mean, he's just bruised all over his right side. It's nasty, nasty stuff. People can't believe he did the match with, with that injury. Um, so then it's, it's for me, it's been, I don't see Roman dropping the title at anywhere other than WrestleMania because of the long reign he's had. 
um, when it happens, it's going to be a, a huge deal. I mean, the going with, I think, him surpassing Hulk Hogan's 1,400-day, 1,400-plus-day reign, which means he'd have to hold it through September of this year. Um, I think they can do it with him holding the belt all the way until next WrestleMania. Um, and I mean, there's, there's ways to go around it here. Right. Um, and, and that's, you know, there's the variables. I'm, I'm totally not talking about the fatal four way. I'm just thinking ahead, like assuming Roman Reigns is winning, right? The only, the only way you get around this is if they decide to end it and have Randy Orton, you know, pin AJ Styles or LA Knight and Roman loses without being pinned. If you do that and set up the Rock versus Roman Reigns without a belt at Mania, then you have Cody Rhodes going on to face Randy Orton. Like that's that's the one way to do it. I um you know, I, I'm not a fan of this Rock and Roman and Cody Rhodes triple threat match at Mania. I, I don't see that being a thing. Um, some people like it. Some people think Cody will get the rub being in there with Roman and The Rock. Um, I just think The Rock versus Roman one-on-one is like the marquee match for WrestleMania 40. Um, we'll We'll talk about The Rock more a little bit later. I just, um, yeah, I think it's weird if they have Cody win the, again, I'm getting ahead to the Rumble match itself and talking about who Roman is facing at WrestleMania. The Fatal 4-Way match itself, okay? Um, You got Randy, who definitely belongs in there. I think a lot of people wanted to see Roman defend against Randy one-on-one. People think that that one-on-one match can happen down the line, which I guess is why they're going this route here. Um, I know AJ was out with injury and he's back and he's in his heel persona now. Something different for him. I just don't see him being in the title picture right now. Um, Yeah. And LA Knight for me, it's kind of like just to get them in there with top players in the industry. Um, just to give them that little experience. It's, it's, it's like when Seth Rollins had the briefcase, the Money in the Bank briefcase, and had the triple threat match with Brock Lesnar and John Cena. I didn't see Seth Rollins just beating the two of them in that match, but he definitely got the rub being in the ring with the two of them with where Cena and Lesnar were in their careers. So this to me is LA Knight just getting that in-ring experience with the likes of Roman, Randy, and AJ, both all three season for a long time in, in this industry. Um, so it's good for him to get that experience, uh, but he LA Knight is not winning that match, I'll tell you that. Um, and same thing with AJ. If Randy Orton wins it, um, you know, it could be, it could be a rock thing. I I don't know where they're going with the rock stuff. It's it's tough to say. Um, people were talking about him in Roman, maybe at the elimination chamber. Um, Roman Reigns isn't even advertised for the elimination chamber. 
obviously those things can change, but it doesn't seem like Roman is going to be defending at the chamber. Um, so whatever the plan is, they're probably just trying to keep Roman least active to keep his reign ongoing, right? Like that's, that's the whole thing here is everyone's upset that he's held the belt for so long and he's not defending it. Um, the goal, the target, the whole premise is his reign has to stretch as long as they can stretch it, which means he can't get injured, right? People say, oh, well, it happens all the time. People will get injured and vacate the belt, and it's like they're and they are invested in this title reign's longevity, right? Which means he needs to work as minimally as he has been. And, you know, people are saying uh, it's a precaution because of, like, the leukemia scare he had. Um, I think that was, that was five and a half years ago. Yeah, because he he went on hiatus five and a half, six years ago, and then, um, let me see. He, yeah, WrestleMania 34 faced Brock Lesnar, lost. And then beat Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. And then and then he vacated the Universal Championship in the fall. So he once he beat Brock, finally he vacated it because he he had um his leukemia had had, been, had resurfaced. Right. Um, fast forward maybe six months, he came back and he said he was in remission. Uh, he had a nice one-on-one match with Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania 35, which Anthony and I got to see uh, in person. Um, so that was that was all right because you know Roman wasn't in the main event of WrestleMania because he needed to go on hiatus, and then WrestleMania 36. He was set to face Goldberg. Goldberg had beaten The Fiend for the Universal belt. Roman Reigns was going after Goldberg. They were going to do the spear versus spear match. And then COVID hit, and Roman was like, I'm staying home. I'm not messing around with this. I, you know, I, I have to look out for myself and my family. And that, so that's what he did. He stayed home. And so they put Big Show, Big Show, Big Stro, Braun Strowman, um, they put Braun Strowman in Roman's place and Braun took the belt off uh, Goldberg and then uh, Braun went on to have a program with Bray Wyatt may he rest in peace um, yeah The Fiend finally won the belt off of Braun Strowman and then Roman Reigns came back and a week later, Roman was the Universal Champion, and he has held that belt for 1,200-plus days, three and a half years. So him being, like, the undisputed uh, WWE Universal Champion uh, for 1,200 days is a little inaccurate because he didn't get the second belt, and they didn't unify them into the gold belt he's carrying now until some time. Like, right, he... 
beat Brock at WrestleMania 38 to carry around the two belts. And I think he carried those two belts for over a year. Like, he defended against Cody at Mania 39 last year. And he was still carrying both belts, right? That that gold thing he's carrying around now is new, I think, in the last six months. It, I mean, so they introduced him with the gold belt. And it was like, okay, is he just going to carry around three belts now? <laughs> right? Um, I think for like a week there, he was walking out with the gold around his waist. And I think Paul Heyman was still carrying the other two over his shoulders. And then they just disappeared. They were gone, right? Um, okay, so I mean, I, I have Roman winning because I don't, I don't think Roman is losing until after the, the Hogan streak is ended in September, which means, like I was saying, circling back, I don't see him losing until next year's WrestleMania, uh, Mania 41. They're too invested in this streak, in my opinion. So that's why, you know, for me, um, I don't see them going Cody versus Roman number two this year because I, I think people are just going to get too pissed about Cody losing again. Right? Like, people were, were pretty upset last year that he didn't win. I don't think that they're going to... I don't think they're going to go that route again. I can't see them going that route and Cody losing again. Um, Now, granted, Roman was chasing after Brock Lesnar to beat him for a long time. Right? Um, But it was Roman versus Brock, WrestleMania 31, when Roman had won the Royal Rumble, and that was Roman's first time main eventing Mania and having, like, the one-on-one title shot. So, people didn't see him winning. I think that they thought maybe they were going to put him over right then and there, and people were, like, revolting. Um, so, I, I mean... After that, they had Rollins do the cash-in to get the belt off Brock, and then he... Brock wasn't in the title. Can't say that. Can't say that. Hold on. They did a Seth Rollins championship defense against Brock, and The Undertaker got involved. So that, that set up... That set up for Taker, Lesnar, two and three. I think Taker Lesnar 2 was at SummerSlam, and then 3 was at Hell in a Cell a few months later. Um, But then, like, WrestleMania 32, they had Lesnar going up against Dean Ambrose. Um, Triple H uh, won the Rumble, which that Rumble was Roman defending the belt in the Rumble, and Triple H won the belt, and then Roman Reigns was the number one contender, went on to... uh, Wrestle Triple H for the belt at WrestleMania 32. Roman gets his big Mania belt win at 32. Um, 33, Roman and The Undertaker. Headlined, right? Uh, 34, Roman goes after Brock Lesnar. 
loses. Like, I definitely thought, definitely thought that, um, because at that time, Brock had won the Universal Championship off Goldberg at WrestleMania 33, and he carried it all the way through Mania 34 until the SummerSlam after that, where Roman finally beat him. And it had been like this long chase of Roman getting to beat Brock for the Universal belt. And then he only had it for a few months, drops it. And then everything that I said, uh, yeah, totally telling it in chronological order here, right? Not really. Sorry about that. Um, let's let's carry on here because so many things you can talk about, and it's uh, it's fun because the Rumble here, um, it it is the start to wrestle like the road to WrestleMania and WrestleMania season. Um, and, and everyone looking forward to Roman losing that belt. It is a, it, it is a giant deal now, right? It's one, when's Roman finally going to lose? I, I would be surprised if it happened any sooner than WrestleMania 41 next year so that he can surpass Hogan's reign. Dude, I've been getting this annoying itching feeling under my armpits from the deodorants I've been trying and using, and I can't seem to find something that works for me. Have you ever tried maybe like a natural deodorant? Natural deodorant? Uh, no. Are you insane? No, but I am wild. Oh, wild is the UK's number one natural deodorant company that focuses on performance, sustainability, and style. Their mission is to clean up the bathrooms by leaving it free of ugly, single-use plastic bottles and unnecessary chemicals. You know why Wild is great? Because it actually works and it's eco-friendly and contains over 98.5% natural ingredients. They have a fully sustainable design with aluminum cases that last for a lifetime, plus biodegradable, recyclable refills. And you know what's cool? They can actually imprint your name on these aluminum cases for a small additional fee. Wild is super convenient with flexible subscription options or paying as one-off purchases. And you can customize your order by choosing your case, color, and various scent combinations. I know I have the Ocean Mist, the Fresh Cotton and Sea Salt, and the Orange and Neroli flavors, and they all smell super great. And what's best about them is they don't just wear off immediately, and then all of a sudden, you smell like B.O. Yeah, I've been rocking the Sandalwood and Pacholi scent right now. And again, great scent. Last like throughout the day that you know you're pretty much protected throughout the day. And I also was able to try the mint and aloe vera, big aloe vera fan, right on point, long lasting. And you can look forward to uh, these cases and scents in a limited edition every month. Go wild today with a special discount of 25% off your first order when you get the code one set pod at checkout. Go to wearewild.com and use the code one set pod at checkout and enjoy. Okay, let's go into the women's Royal Rumble match. Okay, so on WWE.com and on Raw last night, they had um they had Becky Lynch, Nia Jax, and Bailey. I thought it was interesting that Bailey was on Raw. 
Um, but Bailey declared herself for the Royal Rumble, not on SmackDown because she's with Damage Control, and you know Sky, who's in Damage Control, has the women's belt on SmackDown. So I think that that's why they did that to try to get Bailey on Raw, just to say, okay, well, she's over here messing with Becky and Nia to say, like, okay, if she were to win the Rumble, she might go after Rhea. That's just to distract us, right? Right. So, I mean, like, for me, they definitely teased Becky Lynch backstage uh, again with Rhea Ripley with the belt. Um... So, for me, it, it it definitely seems obvious that they're going to do Rhea and Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship and um, Bayley and Io Sky for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, both of those matches at SummerSlam, right? So, I think with having Bayley on Raw last night, and I'm saying last night because, again, I am recording on Tuesday. Um, so... To have Bailey on Raw this week, I should say. Um, to me, I could definitely see Bailey winning the Rumble. Because then they're going to tease that Bailey's going after Rhea and that she wouldn't go after Io, right? And then I think there's going to be dissension in damage control and it's going to lead to Bailey winding up and turning. And um, and then it it sets up it sets up the elimination chamber um, match to see who gets to go fight Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, right? At which point you'd have Becky Lynch win win the chamber and go on to face Rhea, um, which I would say. Uh, you know, if we wanted to do an early Mania prediction, I think Rhea's retaining through Mania. I don't see Rhea losing. Even if it is Becky Lynch. Like, you have you have Becky keep going after Rhea and build that feud. Like, they've been teasing the feud, but they need to have a long feud with each other to make that rivalry very real. And and they, they've got legs to do that, right? Especially re-retaining. Um, you just have Becky keep chasing and then finally beating Rhea. Because right now, I, I, I think Rhea's just the best woman, woman wrestler, superstar in WWE. And if you want someone to have um, a more, like a if you want any of the women to hold the belt for longer than a year, she's the person to do it. Right. Cause I mean, you've had, we've had women go from one WrestleMania to the next and one WrestleMania to the next and hold the belt for a year. Right. Um, as far as I remember, nobody's gone. Nobody's gone. None of the women have gone from one WrestleMania to the next successfully defended it and carried it. Right. So they've got these long reigns like Romans, 1200 plus day reign, Gunther, 
he's approaching a thousand. I know he already beat the record for the longest reigning. Um, and we'll talk about him in a second. Um, and I, I read a, I read something a few months back that they wanted to establish longer title reigns to put more prestige. Uh, wow, prestige on the titles. Um, because I mean, any anyone that watched wrestling, especially WCW, when they hot potatoed the belt so much, it was just like to the point where okay, well. This person's a champion now, but how long are they even going to hold it for before they put it on someone different, right? So, I I think I think Rhea's going to hold past Mania, um, even if it is um, Becky going against her, and I'm sure they'll have a good program getting there after the Chamber. I am going with Bailey winning, um, and they only have. They only have four women announced for the Rumble. Now, they have a ton of women on the roster, and, and they're doing a lot with the uh, tag division, which is which is good. Um, there's a lot of women uh, in, in the roster and plenty in NXT that I'm sure a few of them will come up. Um, Undertaker and Michelle McCool are teased to be apparently they will be backstage at the rumble. So could very well see Michelle McCool, uh, in the rumble, which she's done before. Right. Um, but yeah, I, overall, I have Bailey winning it to set up her and, and EO because putting her on raw again, I think was just to distract us. Right. Cause her winning without setting up that distraction Everyone would just be like, oh my god, well, she's going to go after so-and-so on SmackDown. Um, or, oh, maybe she is going to challenge Rhea Ripley. Like, they've already planted the seeds of dissension in Damage Control with Bailey, So, yeah. I have Bailey winning the, the Rumble. Uh, the Women's Rumble. Let's move on to the men. Um... Announced participants, Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Shinsuke, Nakamura, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Damian Priest, and Kofi Kingston. Okay, so um, a, lot of, a lot of people saying the odds favorite to win before CM Punk came back in November was Gunther. Because setting up Gunther versus Seth Rollins is definitely a match. Um... And, you know, Seth Rollins out on Raw. He's got a knee injury again. I think it's a torn, a slight tear in his MCL and his knee. Um, He's got to get surgery, but he's done this before where his knee's gone out and then he's been back in time for Mania. Um, So, yeah, I mean, if anything, I don't think we're going to see any like Phoenix splashes or high, high, you know, if he makes it to mania, which he's claiming he will, he'll, he'll, he'll make sure he's there to defend. Um, they had the nice back and forth between Gunther and Seth and Gunther said, when I win, you're my pick. I'm coming after you. So they, they do have that teased and set up. And 
they had a great promo between Cody Rhodes and CM Punk last night, which started out gentle and ended uh, pretty tough. I mean, there were some shots fired from the both of them, which I didn't see it going that way. And I, I will give a shout out to the New Orleans crowd that was in attendance because the crowd was so split between who they were behind between Cody and CM Punk. Um, I do think that that ultimately did set up for them being the final two in the match. I, I thought that they were going to be anyway. Um, to which it's, you know, Brock Lesnar. Um, I mean, you, you could do, you could have Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Gunther and Brock Lesnar as your final four. And, Either Gunther eliminates Brock or Brock eliminates Gunther, and that sets up their match for WrestleMania, right? So then it's just a matter of, or or maybe they maybe they eliminate each other. I could see that they eliminate each other, and then that 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 would set that up. I mean, the the only thing there would be, the only alternative would be. One eliminates the other, and then Cody Rhodes and CM Punk go and dump the person who is still in the ring, like, together. Like, they team up to get rid of Gunther or Brock. I, I, I think, I think, um, now that I'm talking that out loud, I, I think that Brock and Gunther just wind up eliminating each other, and it sets up their program that way. Um. Yeah, I definitely have um definitely have CM Punk winning the Rumble and going after Seth. I mean, they've been setting that up. They've been setting that up. I mean, it, to me, CM Punk is the guy to win the Men's Rumble. Um. People are saying, nah, Cody's going to do it and go on to Roman and finish his story. Um, I just, if if The Rock isn't wrestling at Mania and they do go with Cody versus Roman, then Cody's going to win the chamber. Right. Um, and, I mean, if for some reason Randy Orton does win that fatal four-way, then you have Cody Rhodes going on to face Randy. Because that has a story in itself. Right? Um. So, those are my predictions. Logan Paul retaining. Roman Reigns retaining. Bailey winning the Women's Rumble. CM Punk winning the Men's Rumble. I mean, it... The, the thing... Those seem like pretty obvious picks, right? But what I will say is they've done a good job at not announcing a lot of the Rumble entrance ahead of time, um, which they've done in previous years. And it's just like, okay, you're leaving five entrants open as surprise. You know, so at least like with the men, they have eight announced out of the 30. 
Um, so that leaves a lot of room for surprises and options and things uh, of that nature. You don't know how many NXT guys are going to show up. Um, and and same with the women, really. You don't know how many like legends are going to come back. Um, they only have four women announced. I'm sure by I'm sure by the end of SmackDown, those lists will have a few more names on it. Um, but it's good. I like that they're keeping those names, uh, those those lists shorter. Um, gives a little more intrigue. Um, and what I will say is they've done really well in previous years, and I'm seeing it this year where they're building up little feuds that I think are going to spill into the Rumble, which is why you're not seeing a lot of matches on the card with the rumble because you're having these feuds panning out from TV in the rumble um, or they're building in the rumble and then they'll carry into WrestleMania season. Right. Um, Ivar and Chad Gable just had a hell of a match last night on raw this week on raw. Um, So I definitely see them going at each other in the Rumble. Um, could definitely see one of them going up for the Moonsault because they both do the Moonsault. Even Ivar, it's cra- uh, the, the Doom Salt, right? Um, but yeah, I could definitely see one of them going up and then somebody just pushing them off to eliminate them, right? When you're talking about hydration, hydration is not only for people training for championships and marathons. We're talking about daily maintenance people. Jim, did you know that 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated? I believe it, Anth. I mean, honestly, in my line of work, uh, dealing with teaching uh, children and also dancing with uh, adults my age, younger and older, I, I I can almost tell based off of how well people not just perform athletically, but how we carry ourselves and how we communicate back and forth, our facial gestures and our, and just our energy alone. I can tell when somebody's sluggish and they're sleep deprived versus they're just sluggish because they're a dried up sponge because they are dehydrated. Right? Absolutely. And for people like me who are working the nine to five and, you know, for me gigging at night, proper hydration is definitely crucial to maintain function throughout the day and keeping yourself energized. And that's why proper functional hydration is essential. And who's going to give it to you? Liquid IV, because Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. Uh, I like to use it first thing in the morning. Uh, I've been doing a lot of workouts here and there, so I pop it in my uh, water bottle first thing in the morning. Gives me a little boost of energy, what I need. And you know, sometimes during the day when I'm doing that like two o'clock, you know, rundown, I'll pop a little one. If not in the morning, uh, you know, it gives me a little bit of that energy that I need. With just one stick, you can hydrate real life two times faster than water alone, plus get essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes as the leading sports drink. And not only that, Liquid IV comes in 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Yeah, Anth, I mean, for me personally, like my day-to-day, I'll wake up and pop a Liquid IV just to get my day started and start off with proper hydration, and then 
I am like required to be physically active between the hours of like two or three p.m. until nine, ten, eleven, sometimes midnight if I'm doing a backup gig. So I'll do another one maybe around noon, one p.m., and that'll keep me going throughout the day. And I just feel so much better. I don't even drink coffee on the regular like that because I don't need to pick me up unless if I'm like really just not sleeping much. And then I'm like, all right, get me that. Ca I don't like to rely on caffeine unless I absolutely feel like I need it. Liquid IV does the trick for me. I don't know about you. Again, one stick with liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. And it's made with quality ingredients, non-GMO, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. They partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Yeah, man. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code ONESETPOD. That's ONESETPOD. And at checkout, that's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code ONESETPOD at liquidiv.com. What's up, guys? Uh, Anthony here. Um, I wanted to quickly go through my Rumble predictions for the Royal Rumble this weekend. Sorry I couldn't be there for the full episode. I know Jim is doing a great job with you guys this week. And, um, you know, again, Grayson is doing great. My wife's doing great. Everybody's recovering really well. So thank you all for the thank yous and congratulations. We really appreciate it. And, you know, we're just moving forward now, a family of four. So kind of trying to get this uh, whole ordeal in place. It's uh, different having two kids now rather than just focusing in on one. So uh, we're getting our uh, feet wet with the whole, you know, family of four now. So uh, let the fun begin with that, right? Uh, so without further ado, I'll, I'll make this uh, short and sweet. Uh, you know, we are on the official road to WrestleMania with the Royal Rumble this weekend. Um, I'll just start with both the, Re the Royal Rumbles. So um, with the Men's Royal Rumble, uh, I was watching Raw this week, and it looks like, you know, from what it seems, that we are going to definitely be having CM Punk and Cody Rhodes uh, in the final two at least. I think uh, two other possible people, we could have Gunther, in there and um i could probably see drew mcintyre being in there as well uh or within the top five or top four within that mix uh, i think we're going to be having you know a decent uh final four here but i think the story going into it is going to be between cm punk and cody rhodes i can't really say where they're going to be but i think they're not going to be close together in numbers uh but you know, we expect a big pop for uh, CM Punk, his first Royal Rumble in many years. So come on, guys, got to uh, enjoy it while it is, no matter how you feel about CM Punk or not. It's, uh, you know, enjoyable to see him back. So um, 
for my prediction, I think they're going to swerve us with the fact that, hey, CM Punk is coming back. Uh, we want to see him, you know, win the World Rumble and go to WrestleMania because that's everything that he's wanted is just to have his WrestleMania moment. And on the other side, we have Cody Rhodes, who already had a WrestleMania opportunity, uh, but failed, which was very close. So we knew we were going to be having another matchup like this. I at least saw it happening eventually down the line. So I can see this being 50-50. Um, but my, my gut pulls me towards Cody Rhodes, that they're going to try to do another... Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes match. Now, uh, obviously, they get the pick between Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Uh, you know, I think the obvious is Roman is going to be his biggest, uh, you know, focal point to try to go after. Now, with Seth Rollins and having his back issues, uh, I think they're obviously... Uh, you know, well, it's torn MCL issue, not necessarily his back, but it looks like he'll be off air until WrestleMania, I would assume. So I don't think Seth is going to be facing the person from the Royal Rumble. I think he is most likely, uh, I think we'll probably get a CM Punk Seth Rollins match out of it or something. So I'm going to say Cody Rhodes goes for the men's Royal Rumble this year. And uh, as far as the women's uh, Royal Rumble, I was talking with Jim with this a couple weeks ago when we were off air. Uh, I have a feeling Bailey has a good uh, chance of winning it this year. Uh, just because I was saying the fact that she is being uh, slow, I feel, uh, I haven't really been watching SmackDown too much, but I feel uh, she is slowly being kicked out of damage control with the way that faction is changing. And I can see her either getting a very big push out of the group, uh, probably Friday night or something, or it could happen within the um, the match itself. They start turning on her, and then she eventually uh, eliminates most of the girls from the faction and goes on to win the Royal Rumble, and she faces uh, Io Sky and wins it. I feel this is a face turn coming for Bailey, if so. Uh, you know, because she's been a heel since 2020. So I feel uh, it's the time for her to change over back to a to a baby face. And this is when, you know, WrestleMania 40, there's going to be a lot of good, uh, you know, things happening, I feel, at this WrestleMania. So what more than Bailey coming back as a baby face with the wacky inflatable auto flaming two man people going crazy? That'll be a big pop. That'll be a big pop to see. And her winning it against EO Sky, that would be great. So that's my prediction. Uh if that I can see um Becky being a second runner up winning and her facing Rhea uh Ripley. Now I'm not sure if I mean, that's definitely a WrestleMania caliber match, but with the way that um, they already had a promo together, uh, Becky has to prove to herself that she's better than Rhea, because right now she feels that Rhea is better than her. So I feel if they're going to try to push that uh, thing really quick, then Bailey's got it uh, for the Royal Rumble. But uh, I feel if 
they're looking to do a WrestleMania thing for uh, Becky and Rhea. Becky be, can be the second runner-up for Rhea. So, but I think it'll go Bailey and then Becky for me. Uh, the last two matches, I really don't have much to say. Uh, Roman and Randy. We all know Roman's winning that. There's really not much to say about that. Uh, you know, he, he's holding on to that title up until WrestleMania. And just with everything we're seeing, I think he's going to retain at WrestleMania no matter what. Uh, now, whether we're getting a Rock and Roman with a title, I personally, and we've been saying this on the podcast for months, almost probably the last year, Roman and Rock don't need a title to, to get that match going. Their names will sell that match like without anything. You, you get a match with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Roman Reigns, it's going to sell. Doesn't need a belt. It, the belt will only just level up uh, level up the match by a little bit. So, um, I think, obviously, Roman retains, but it's going to be a good match. Randy Orton hasn't had a decent quality match in a while, just from since he's been uh, out on injury. So, I expect it to be a pretty good, uh, hard-fought match for Randy. But, if anything, Roman's going to pull out and uh, win that match. So, uh, lastly, Logan Paul and Kevin Owens. Uh, you know my uh, thing with Logan Paul. I think he's great uh, in the ring and just the way that he's on the mic. He's meant for this, man. KO, love KO. Uh, everything about him, he's he's been an, a favorite of mine as well uh, from, you know, being a mid-carder up until, you know, the main roster type of matches that he's had. And this, again, is going to be another hard-fought match. But I don't think this is going one and out. I think they're going to have, you know, another one or two, and this might end up being a final match at WrestleMania. So I think if it's going to go three uh, three matches or two, I think Logan gets this first one just because he, I, he I mean, I think he's still playing the heel on this like usual. So I think he gets a heel win out of this one. Uh, either by, you know, some type of, you know, ref doesn't see it, and it's a disqualification, but the ref foot doesn't see it, uh, or he could win clean. It does, I don't think it's uh, a bad thing if he wins clean, but I think Logan gets this win for the potential first match for Logan Paul and Kevin Owens. So, uh, yeah, uh, from what I know, I think those are the four matches, if not... I haven't got a chance to really look over the uh, match card. Jim will review more. So I wanted to at least just give my uh, two cents in on this episode. Sorry I couldn't be there, guys. Uh, but I will be back, uh, you know, in time. And I can't really say when yet. But uh, Jim's going to be holding down the floor for everybody. And we have some batch episodes. So we will be putting them out pretty soon too so you will see me but it's in uh you know from the past a little bit so we we have some things cooking up for you guys so thank you again those are my uh predictions and happy road to wrestlemania guys and enjoy the rest of the episode jim back to you buddy some other things to talk about real quick um talked about rollins knee um Oh, just saw Kevin Patrick is out as one of the head commentators for SmackDown. 
um, which he's only been around for a little bit, and um, he was okay, but I, I think that they know that they could do way better and find someone way better to fill a spot. You know? Um, a couple big things that came out, though. WWE Raw going to Netflix starting in 2025. People saw it coming, right? With the with streaming taking over. There's way more Netflix subscribers than there are people who watch USA Network from Monday Night Raw, so they're looking to expand the viewership on their product, right? And the thing with Netflix is they they don't have like as far as I know, like we have uh, Hulu Live, which gives you some TV channels as like a live option. Netflix, I don't think has that at the moment. But as I was reading through, it seems to indicate that Monday Night Raw will air on Netflix like live. So they're going to I'm sure Netflix is probably going to do some sort of TV deal, maybe. Um. But it's not like Hulu TV or Hulu Live where Hulu has certain cable network stations on their streaming platform. So I don't know if Netflix is just going to um, air WWE Raw Live or if they're going to get like... Because like Prime has um, you know some of the Thursday Night Football games and Apple TV has some of the baseball games. Uh, I, I haven't seen Netflix with any of like the live events happening week to week. So uh, that should be interesting. And I, I think it, it's, it's a good situation. Um, obviously it's just your older audience that may, that might not have streaming services like that. Um, I don't know. We'll see what's going to happen. It was a uh, $5 billion 10 year deal with Netflix. Um, with the option to opt out after five years or the option to extend another 10 years, depending on how things go. I uh, thought it was kind of interesting. I was like, wow. So, I mean, because WWE's been on USA Network forever. They took a few years and went over to TNN, and then they were back on USA. Um, Fox, that signed its billion-dollar um SmackDown deal for five years. That came out a few months ago that they weren't renewing for Fox. So I guess why well, I, I know uh, SmackDown is going to the USA Network. So I'm sure that that was like, okay, well, let's keep USA Network happy. We'll bring SmackDown over here so that we still have that partnership. Uh, and we'll put Raw on Netflix as let's, let's get the product onto a streaming platform, right? So that's pretty interesting. Um, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, announced as a board uh, on the board of the jeez uh, words um, announced on TKO's board of directors. I mean, it's pretty big stuff, right? Uh, and he got the rights to uh, The Rock, like his his name, because The Rock was like a WWE trademark name. So with the board of director deal, uh, The Rock gets to own his own name, which I mean. I guess he can go and call himself The Rock whenever and wherever he wants, and then WWE doesn't get, like, a royalty for it, right? 
because I think when he was first going into Hollywood, he was known as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, and it was it was kind of a way for The Rock breaking into Hollywood to be like, okay, well, most people know me by The Rock, and because The Rock was like a WWE trademark name, um, you know, WWE would, would get royalties off of any time that they advertise him as The Rock, right? Um, so now he can just go around and openly call himself The Rock and, you know, no royalties going to WWE, I guess. Um, pretty interesting. He's got the UFL coming up. He's on the board of directors uh, for TKO, which is the joint WWE-UFC company, right? Uh, apparently the stocks have skyrocketed this morning after the announcement. Um, yeah, pretty big stuff. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, so the Royal Rumble, there it is. Um, there are, you know, NFL stuff that I could talk about. Um, I guess just super quick. Um, definitely thought the Green Bay Packers were going to beat the Niners. It was real close. There was a missed field goal. Um, that could have helped, you know. Jeez, I forget because it was the missed field goal at the end of the Bills and Chiefs game, which could have tied it up and taken them into overtime. Um, yeah, just seeing those two missed field goals, I mean, like that's a that that kick is a difference maker, right? Yeah, tough tough to see the Bills lose, especially in Buffalo to Kansas City. I was definitely pulling for the Bills to win there. Um, Ravens just crushed Houston, so that wasn't even really a matchup. Um, I didn't see the um, Lions and Buccaneers game. I was in rehearsal, so I missed that one. Um, so, I I mean, the Bucks were... Not the team to beat the Lions. Um, happy for the Lions. They're on a they're on a playoff run. Finally, um, they are going to meet the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco for the NFC Championship. Um, and the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, are meeting in Baltimore against the Ravens for the AFC Championship. Um, look, I am rooting for the Lions at this point because they are the underdog story, right? Um, and would like to, they are the only NFC team to not have won a Super Bowl yet. So, um, I know 10 years ago when I was just kind of watching Eagles games and I'd hear these things about how the Detroit Lions fans are just the saddest fans ever because the Lions just, they always do kind of good and it just wind up tanking bad. Um, they're on a run, so uh, it's been a long time coming for Detroit, so I would definitely pull for them. Um, the Ravens, the Niners, the Chiefs, they've all been in the Super Bowl and have won the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, I'll watch the Super Bowl if the Lions don't get in, but I'll just be like, oh, it'll be a good match. I won't be like emotionally invested in either team. Uh, picking up the win kind of thing. Um, yeah. 
Uh, not too much to talk about. Other than that, we did a bunch of Royal Rumble recap, uh, recap uh, prediction, and uh, some WrestleMania implications. And um, yeah, I didn't want to jump into all of the. Um, let's see, what was that? This past weekend's divisional round. Um, fun football to watch for, from what I caught, but um, yeah, I think the, the conference championships are going to be good. Um, and then the Super Bowl is in, let me see, two weeks. I think it's February 13th. Um, going to wrap up there. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, make sure you hit us up. Uh, email us, reach out to us. Um, if you have any anything that any watch alongs for sure, uh, let us know. Uh, Gmail is onesetpod at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook, onesetpod. Um, yeah. Uh, until next time, uh, Anth, uh, thanks for uh, submitting your predictions. And uh, we've got some pretty cool stuff coming up in February. We actually have... Um, a series of episodes uh, on on stock for February, and we had a good time recording those. So, um, yeah, everybody, this has been one set. Mm-hmm.